the Hollywood Radio Theater. Every day at this time, Monday through Friday, a J.M. Colas Enterprises production, the Hollywood Radio Theater presents an unusual tale of mystery and suspense. Every week, Monday through Friday, the Hollywood Radio Theater presents... I'm Rod Serling. You're listening to the Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your emotions. This week, Stanton Forbes labyrinth of But I wouldn't want to die there. Starring Nehemiah Persaud. Brock Peters. And Marge Redmond. In Elliot Lewis's production of... The Zero Hour. There's a saying about too many crooks. The same could apply to a jigsaw puzzle. Too many hands spoil the fun. The puzzle is this. Who killed Annabelle Lee? The St. Martin police want to know. So does the press. The lady's husband thinks he knows. People on the island are wondering about their neighbors, their friends. Reporters from the United States have come asking the same questions, testing the same pieces. Of all those, only Sylvia Bennett is an expert. And an expert at puzzles has from the start the final picture in mind. She has only to assemble the pieces. Or does she? But I wouldn't want to die there. Continues after this word. Scald yourself to death with the coffee. All right, so I should be separated from my soul by now. This letter, Tad, you're so long-winded. Don't you realize you're expecting this? I should be indebted to you for this reprieve. Is that it? Well, I'm not. But I read on because I must. Be merciful, please. Be quick about it. The fourth Good morning. morning. A yowl like that of an animal awakened me. What on earth? What's that? My specs. Where are my glasses? Care, wait for me. Let me by. Eloise, has someone been murdered? Let me by. Care, wait. Eloise, what happened? The gendarmes have taken Madame Bousquet's son to the gendarmerie in Maricot. But why? Was that the boy screaming? I'm not certain, but I believe it has something to do with Mr. Lee's death. How could that be? Here comes Alphonse. Maybe he knows. Mr. Card, the gendarmes take away the Bousquet. They put the handcuffs on him and everything. He might have put up a great fight. Did you hear? How could we miss it? But why, Alphonse? Why did they arrest Guy Bousquet? For spying on Mistress Lee. Spying? So there really was a peeping Tom. How did they find that out? Someone told them. I do not know who told them, but someone... Someone told them. That's odd. I still don't believe it. Believe what? That horrible noise? Sylvia, they've arrested Guy Bousquet. I'd go get coffee, Monsieur Tad. Oh, someone uh, better go get the beans. They're barricaded up in their room. Hell, I was hoping Tolliver did it. I'd love to see that fat cat do time. Who says he didn't? Then why have they arrested the boy? It looks like a sex crime. He had the glasses on her. Max, you don't know that for sure. It is true, Mr. Cat. I didn't tell the gendarmes, but I see him too. 
Lots of people know. There, you see. Oh, let's get some coffee. I can't think straight. I still don't buy it. Thank you, Louise. What's to buy? He's male, isn't he? But they're so sure she was killed in a boat. I've never seen Guy Bousquet go anywhere near the water. He never leaves that porch. I suppose it's possible. Well, of course it's possible. It makes sense. Somebody with scrambled eggs for brains? We don't know that he's mental. Slow, I know, but mentally disturbed. Will there be a trial? Aren't you two being a little quick to judge? Hey, I need a car and pass. Gerard settled to be taking the kid to Marigold. Here, there's a reporter from Day Magazine on the island. I gotta scoop that guy. Well, Rose Phillips has a car she rents. Thanks. My, my, the intrepid reporter. Well, at least now we can get back to normal. Tolliver will get the hell out. Manu's hands will go home where they belong. And, uh, people will forget. You know, they do, Cat. They always forget. Yes. Yes, I suppose you're right. And I certainly won't miss the American press such vultures. How would you like an island celebration this evening, Mrs. Bennett? Cad, you think we can swing it? We'll open up the terrace for a barbecue on the beach. Well, it might be slightly premature, don't you think? Wouldn't Friday be better? We'd draw a bigger crowd. Maybe Gerard could put an ad in his paper. Now you're using the old head. Here's the real brains of this outfit, Mrs. Bennett. I'll take a quick inventory and see what we need. Smile, lady. I'm a very nice fellow when you get to know me. You'll see. He's right, you know. Max is really a great guy once you get to know him. I'm sure he is. Where are you off to? Well, somebody should tell Bousquet about his son. I think I'd better go out to his place. Uh, I won't be around for lunch. I'm, I'm going off on another shopping spree. Uh, but when I get back... May I invite you to have dinner with me? I want to show you I can behave like a lady. Would you like to eat somewhere else? We don't have to stay here. Well, what do you recommend? I'm rather partial to the mini club in Marigot. The mini club it is, then. If you'll drive, uh, I'm even less reliable at the wheel after dark. <laughs> Maybe you'll keep me on as chauffeur. I work very cheaply. Any time. You could even take it up as a profession. <laughs> if you can drive some of our roads, you can drive anywhere. Adieu. Adieu. Cad, I can't find Alphonse. I'll have to do the marketing myself. I just spoke to Gerard. The ad's all set. I'm going out myself for a while. Uh, but I guess I can hang around. Oh, go on. Eloise can hold the fort. I won't be long. I was frantic trying to find that man. With my eyesight and driving about, it took me well over an hour to locate Michel Bousquet. I went first to his house, just outside town, but he wasn't there. I didn't know where to look. It was just a lucky break that I ran into Leon DeLong, who was clearing brush nearby. He told me Michel Bousquet had gone to Point Blanche that morning. I finally tracked him down in the little fisherman's bar tucked beneath the pier. Apparently, he was unaware of what had gone on in the morning. Though my only clue to this was the pained expression that crept across his weather-beaten face when I told him his son might be charged with murder. He went off, poor man, to see if there was anything he could do.
fourth evening, Boland's suggestion of black unrest had made my ears burn. Why hadn't the famous Annabelle Lee simply drowned? It would have saved us all a lot of grief. Murder is such an ugly word, frightening. And suddenly, with the investigation going on, everyone was tense, everyone a suspect. I waited for you, Sylvia, at the bar, drinking a no big thing, trying to relax, but it was useless. I wasn't even the least bit hungry. Alphonse reported for work while I was sitting there. He had news, but then Alphonse always had news. Mr. Card, I find out who told the gendarmes about Guy Bisquet. It was Rose Phillips. She told. Rose Phillips. Why would she? Didn't you tell her Clément and Martin are not suspected? I tell her, yes. She tell anyway. My uncle Martin, he's in the hospital. What happened to Martin? Rose Phillips. Not Rose Phillips. Maria Lisa. She got him with a knife. The gendarmes, they do not know this because my uncle Martin tells the hospital he has an accident in his boat. Maria Lisa with a knife. But they love each other. Why in heaven's name would she... Lisa. Maria Lisa is a very jealous woman, Mr. Cat. Not of... Rose Phillips and your uncle Martin? Long time ago. I think Maria Lisa is very nervous. Yes, we all are, but... Sorry, I'm late. I bought a new dress. I bring you fresh drinks. I'm fishing for a compliment. Mmm, you look smashing. I've never seen you wear your hair up that way. You've been hiding your beautiful neck all the time. Oh, thank you, kind sir. <laughs> I brought the papers. Two days old, of course. They're full of Annabelle Lee and Saint-Martin. Sylvia, I don't want to even think about Annabelle Lee this evening. Thank you, Alphonse. Alphonse, are they Bousquet's back? Only madame and monsieur. But all is quiet now. So they're holding Guy. Here now, none of that. It's your house rule. You just made it. No Annabelle Lee. Let's get out of here. Wait, let me finish my drink. I'll tell Max we're leaving. Get another night off from school? I'll just let him know. We do as we please, within reason. Oh, Cat, I was only teasing. Party on for Friday? I guess so. I didn't see Max all afternoon. He was whistling in the kitchen, though, just before we left. It should be all right by then, don't you think? Any sooner when it would be like a square dance before a hang. Sometimes Max doesn't think things out. Take your next left there. Slow down. Hey, wait. What's going on? Then something's up. We're in, though. What's out this way other than... Other than Benavenu, nothing. Whatever's going on, it's going on there. Outside of Marigot, it's two-lane paved highway with very few curves. The money man had thought of everything, even straightening the access road. You piloted my little European car, Sylvia, like you'd raced them all your life. But even so, with the small engine, we lagged far behind the others. Even Boland, who came very close to driving into the sea twice, was merely two tiny red tail lights in the distance. When we got to the gate by the dirt construction road, it seemed the whole peninsula was lit up by the reflections of the glass of the whirling red beacons. There was a good deal of running around, remember? The entire police force was there. We were stopped at the gate. Thank God you're here. They won't let me in. Use some of your influence on these clowns, will you? Mr. Boland, you'll never learn. Well, what's that supposed to mean? You should cut well at her. 
What are you doing here? Inspector Leclerc. Mrs. Bennett and I were about to have dinner in Marigold when we kind of got caught up in the traffic. What happened here? Perhaps you had better come with me. Hey, what about me? Just you, Monsieur Cadwallader. Not the lady, I think. Now, look here. I'll I'm... wait in the car. Just Monsieur Cadwallader. I demand you let me pass. I'm a member of the American press. But you are not on an American island. You better wait here, Boland, or you'll end up in jail yourself. The gendarmes take a dim view of interference. Please, Monsieur Cadwallader. Come now. I am afraid we have a new development. It's somewhat unpleasant one. Is Guy Bousquet here? Did he tell you to come here? You are very curious tonight, Monsieur Cadwallader. What you will see might make you wish you were not so curious. Captain Dubois, Dr. Fortier. What? Who? Who? Perhaps you cannot recognize him with his face in such a condition. His glasses were smashed to pieces. He is quite dead. How could anyone do such a thing? He was such a gentle man. Poor Gerard. when you came back to the car. It must have been an ordeal. Gerard's dead. That's all you said to me. You looked awful. All the color was gone from your face. But your voice. I heard anger. The fifth day. Word of Gerard's Gerard's murder. The second within five days spread havoc rapidly throughout our part of the island. A local had been slain. And the citizens reacted, primarily in fear. My perpetual morning cup of coffee was brought to me by Eloise. Thank you, Eloise. What is it? You look worried. The gendarmes have called a meeting. They want everyone in Grand Case, everyone except the children, to come at 3 o'clock this afternoon. They will open the schoolhouse for the meeting so that all can get in. I see. All right, thank you. Monsieur Cad. Alphonse say that Gerard Bonaventure has been killed. Is that true, Monsieur Cat? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Is there something else? Do you want to tell me something? He has, was just here a night ago. I just don't know, Monsieur Cat. He asked me a lot of questions. He did? Well, that wasn't unusual. Gerard asked everybody a lot of questions. That was his job. But the questions he asked me, they are about you, Monsieur Cat, and this house and everybody in it. Did he know? About me? What did he want to know about me? What you and Monsieur Marx do in America, where you live, things like that. I say, Gerard, why do you want to know these things? And he say, I'm just curious, Eloise. We don't know very much about many of the aliens on the island. That's what he call you, aliens. And then he say, perhaps we should know more about them before we let them live here. Hmm. Well, please try not to worry, Louise. You did the right thing. There's nothing we can do now. The gendarmes will find whoever killed Gerard, believe me. Everything will be all right. Oh, Louise, have you seen Mrs. Bennett? She went to town. 
I hear her say she use up all her film and needs to get more. All right, thank you. Oh, wait. Where's Mr. Boland? He went somewhere, too, in Rose Phillips' car. I don't know where. Oh, okay, that's all. Thank you. Uh, run along now. Try not to worry. Don't worry, I told her, Louise. Do as I say, not as I do. I was worried. Our population had been reduced by two. And the thought crossed my mind that perhaps more than one psychopath was running loose. But I decided there was more likely just one killer. It was Gerard's job to find out what really happened the night Annabelle Lee died. Perhaps he did, and was silenced by the only living person who knew. Just about anyone could have done it. In any case, I was worried. Eloise said that Gerard had been asking questions about me. If the real killer wasn't found, it could have gotten sticky for me. But that was a long shot, wasn't it, Sylvia? A man could go crazy worrying... Anyway, we were running a guest house, not a detective agency. I went to the kitchen to see if Max needed help. Got two free hands if you need them. Don't need them. Uh, you've uh, heard about the mass inquisition? Eloise told me. Cad, listen. I've been thinking. You haven't been off the island in years. Now, why don't you take some time off? A uh, vacation. Vacation? <laughs> what do you think this is, work? No, no, I mean it. No, I don't think a sudden trip would be a very wise thing to do on my part. Besides, until these murders are solved, the police will want us all to stick around. Someone hops a plane and bingo, there's your killer. And I didn't do it. Did you? Don't be funny. We didn't need this to happen. You said we had to play it by ear. Maybe we'd get lucky. For six years, we've had nothing but four-leaf clovers. Don't worry about it. I'm not. That's for sure. Gallivanting around with that Bennett woman when you know the place is crawling with... Just acting natural. Oh, natural hell. You haven't been seen with a woman since you got here. Max, I know this sounds foolish, but I believe you're jealous. Don't be a jerk. Relax. We'll just stay put. They'll find whoever did it, and then things will be back to normal. People will forget. They always forget. Isn't that what you told me? Sure they forget. Unless they're reminded by snooping fools who can't let things be. The priors and tattletales. The good liars of this godforsaken world. I didn't need more film. I needed to make a call. That morning, I phoned Carl from Phillipsburg. It was a bad connection. This is Sylvia. What have you done with the Joseph Johns info I sent you? Nothing, I hope, because there are new developments. You've got to hold it until I get back. Sylvia, I can't hear you. Where are you? Still in San Francisco? What's going on? Have they arrested John? No, no, they haven't arrested anybody. Carl, I found... I think I found that Johns is innocent. There's a big town meeting this afternoon. I'm on my way there now, so don't set anything until Sylvia, I can... Sylvia, love, it's already in. Front cover, too. It was a soft week, news-wise, so we blew it up. I've got a copy right here. Look, great. The stack should arrive there tomorrow. Oh, Carl. What? But what's the matter? Are you all right? Yes. I'm all right. I'm coming back tomorrow. I'll be on the first plane. What time? I'll send a car to pick you up. Don't bother, Carl. It's already too late.
this time, rest your eyes and listen here to this week's continuing study in suspense. But I wouldn't want to die there. I'm Rod Serling, and this is The Zero Hour. You've been listening to the Hollywood Radio Theater's presentation of The Zero Hour. Heard every weekday at this time. Rod Serling is your host. Stanton Forbes, but I wouldn't want to die there, was adapted for radio by Tim Weisskopf. Nehemiah Persoff is Cat. Brock Peters is Leclerc. And Marge Redmond is Sylvia. Featured in the cast are William Woodson, Mady Norman, Jester Hairston, Alan Reed, and Herbert Rudley. Zero Hour is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. Jack Myers is executive producer. Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. And Kim Weisskopf, story editor. Music conducted and composed by Stanley D. Hoffman. The Hollywood Radio Theater theme was played by Ferranti and Teicher and is now available on United Artists Records and Tapes. This has been a J.M. Colas Enterprises production. Hugh Douglas speaking. Tune in tomorrow and once again, rest your eyes and listen here to the Zero Hour. Hi, this is George Maharis. I'll be here next week as Carl Brooks on Hollywood Radio Theater's brand new Zero Hour. Carl Brooks is a framed man for a murder he did not commit. Or did he? You're out of your league, Sonny. What are you talking about? You think I killed him? Tell you what, just hand over the cash and I'll forget I saw you here. You can run and maybe you can beat the murder rap. Oh, wait a minute, this is insane. Please listen to Craig Stevens, Charles McGraw, and me next week when the Zero Hour presents Dead Man's Tale. Oh.